Dear Mr. Raymond Tam, Secretary for Constitutional and Mainland Affairs, only a few years ago, the transfer of Hong Kong's sovereignty in 1997 was still lauded as one of the smoothest and most successful transitions of its kind. The golden thread of this success was said to be Beijing's guarantee in the Sino-British Joint Declaration that the basic policies of the People's Republic of China regarding Hong Kong will be implemented and remain unchanged for 50 years. These basic policies comprise the one country, two systems arrangement under which Hong Kong people would rule Hong Kong with a high degree of autonomy from 1st July 1997. They also ensure that Hong Kong's legal and social economic system, the key to the city's rapid development during the colonial years from a fishing port into one of the foremost financial hubs in the world, would remain basically unchanged. At an international conference in 1988, Deng Xiaoping even declared, "50 years is only a vivid way of putting it. Even after 50 years, our policy will not change." Beijing's claim that the Joint Declaration is now void therefore marks a startling departure from these prior promises. At the last meeting of the Legislative Council in 2014, you claimed that the Joint Declaration had already fulfilled its historic mission, and that the United Kingdom no longer had any role in respect of the implementation of terms of the Joint Declaration. Your statement fails to recognize the agreement's contractual nature. Signed by Zhao Ziyang and Margaret Thatcher, acting on behalf of their respective governments, the joint declaration was made with the formal approval of Beijing and London. Having been duly ratified, registered, and deposited with the United Nations, the bilateral state agreement followed all the procedures required for an international treaty to be held enforceable under international law. Therefore, contrary to your suggestion, the Sino-British Joint Declaration is undoubtedly more than an ivory tower of diplomatic relations. Consultants and advisers to the United Nations have since iterated the formal legal international status of the Joint Declaration, eradicating any doubt as to its lawful standing. Accordingly. The Joint Declaration commands the full authority of international law, and Beijing cannot behave as if the agreement is a mere act of diplomatic comity. On another note, there is no legal coherence in the claim that London is barred from enforcing its interests under the Joint Declaration by virtue of having carried out its end of the bargain. In considering the draft agreement in 1984, Hong Kong's legislature stated that the Joint Declaration is a package and must be taken as a whole. Indeed, the Joint Declaration was declared by the former Attorney General Michael Thomas to be a solemn, legally binding agreement between two major nations, with a mutual commitment by the leaders to fulfill its performance. Concluded in an environment of fierce uncertainty. The draft agreement of the Sino-British Joint Declaration was reached after two years and 22 rounds of formal negotiations between London and Beijing. The rigor and seriousness of those negotiations reflected the collective anxieties of Britain, China, and those in Hong Kong at the time. Even now, we in Hong Kong recall how fears of a collapsed economic system and displaced social-political equilibrium had manifested in emigration trends and stock market validity. 
heralded by the then Chief Secretary Sir Philip Haddon Cave to be perhaps the most important document in Hong Kong's history. The Joint Declaration restored international confidence in Hong Kong and reassured its people by providing the firmest possible base for Hong Kong to move forward. You would be reminded that the agreement garnered such confidence not because it stipulated the United Kingdom would restore Hong Kong to China, but because it set in stone China's promise that Hong Kong would be able to preserve its own legal and socio-economic system at least for 50 years, despite the vast differences from its mainland counterpart. Under the Vienna Convention on the Laws of Treaties. A treaty is not terminated even if all of its obligations are fulfilled. Beijing's pledge in the Joint Declaration that the basic policies of the People's Republic of China regarding Hong Kong will be implemented and remain unchanged for 50 years means that even if the agreement provides for a termination date, that date would be 2047, certainly not 2014. That United Kingdom has already discharged its obligations under the agreement only puts it in a stronger position to protest Beijing's backpedaling. Members of the Foreign Affairs Committee of the House of Commons have every right to enter into Hong Kong for the purpose of determining whether Beijing has performed its obligations in good faith. It is absurd to accuse them of interfering in China's internal affairs for making such pertinent inquiries. From the publication of the white paper to the MPCSC 31st August decision, Hong Kong people are justifiably concerned about whether one country two system has become a hollow slogan. With Beijing's outright denial of the binding nature of Joint Declaration, it has become clear that as Hong Kong people, we only have ourselves to rely on to protect our city, our core values, and our way of life. Yours sincerely, Dennis Kwok, Legislative Counselor for the Legal Sector.